welcome back. This is episode three in PCS Chronicles. In the last episode, we talked about getting to the new location, household goods, finding a house, getting the car shipped, getting the pet over, so on and so forth. Today, we're going to be discussing the concepts of in-processing, out-processing, and the social aspects of the move. So right now, my spouse, my soldier, is technically on leave. He is here in this new space and is on this new base, but he's not signed into a particular unit yet. He's technically still connected and accountable to his old unit. Once he in-processes, he has officially told his new unit, hey, I'm here, let's go. I'm ready to rock and roll, I'm ready to work. That's in processing, essentially. But in actuality, it's a lot more nuanced than that. He has to go to a bunch of different organizations and buildings and, and offices on post and literally sign in. He has to go to housing and say, hey, I'm here. Check. Sign in. He has to go to, um, for example, the vehicle registration office. Hey, I'm here. Check. Sign in. Because I have a pet, we have to go to the pet office and say, hey, I'm here. I have a pet. Do I need to do anything with you guys? Yes or no. He has to go to a lot of like, military installa- uh, offices that I don't even know about and say, hey, I'm here. Check, sign in. And then once he finishes all that process, that's like the official in-process process procedure. Now, whenever he leaves the base, he has to do the same thing. It's called out-processing. When he left you know, the old base, he out-processed and said, hey guys, I'm leaving. Do I owe you any money? No? Great. <laughs> Do I owe you any paperwork? No? Great. And, you know, it's like two or three pages worth of, like, offices and organizations that he has to go to and, like, basically go through that same process. Some offices are a little bit easier than others. For example, um, when we left um, our last base in Germany, he had to go to the veterinary's office and say, hey, I have a pet, my pet's in the States. Do I need to do anything with you guys? Yes or no? And they said, well, yeah, we have to verify that your pet is alive and safe. So he showed them some pictures and videos of our our little dog running around outside. They said, okay, we're good to go. Um, But if he didn't have those photos and videos, he would have had to like, you know, get those photos and videos or provide some other kind of documentation that the pet was safe or provide documentation that um, we had rehomed the pet or um, if our pet had passed away for some reason, we had to provide a death certificate. So, you know, each organization has their own unique criteria for checking in and for leaving. But most of the time, it's just a quick conversation and a signature and that's it. So that's in processing and out processing. We're at this new base, so he has to in-process. Now, once he in-processes and begins to work, he'll go through his own, I guess, journey of making friends, finding his people, finding his person, his one go-to person to help out with whatever he needs to help with, you know, integrating into his new unit and becoming a part of their team. The beauty of the Army is... Whether you like these people or not, you have to work together. So you have to get along in some way, shape, or form. And there are scheduled times, scheduled events that you have to go to. It's called mandatory fun. And so he will be fine either way. Essentially, he will be fine either way. I, however, do not have 
that luxury. I, if I want to make friends, I have to go out and make my own friends. And essentially, if he doesn't like the people that he works with, and he has to do the same thing as well, and you could form your own social circles outside of the folks you work with, but it's on your own dime, it's on your own time. I have more time to find friends if I want to make them. He does as well, well but he does not. Now, because I'm just a six-hour drive from my family down here in Georgia, I can just you know, get in the car and drive to my social circle. I can drive up to North Carolina and be with family, be with friends, and just pick up where I left off socially if I wanted to. My hairdresser's up there, you know. Um, the Whenever I got braids, whenever I get braids, my braider is up there. Like I said, my family, my friends, if I need a girl's day, like all of that stuff for me is just, a short drive away North Carolina however sometimes I want to have some time to myself I want to go hang out with people and I can't get in the car and drive six hours so where I'm faced with this decision to try to make friends I or not I don't know if I want to the people down here seem to be very nice that I've met so far but you know I really don't have I really don't know if I want to and honestly I don't know if I have the motivation to do so and that's part of the social aspect of PCSing. Every time you move, you have to reform your social circles if you want to have a social life. And yeah, there are people in the unit that we could be friends with. There are women or spouses in the unit that I could probably pal around with if I wanted to. But in my experience, I really don't have a lot in common with those women. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. At our last city station, I was very, very lucky and found some really great women that I could, you know, pal around with, make friends with, have a day out with if I wanted to. And I really enjoyed my coworkers. And I found, you know, a couple of coworkers that I was able to go out and lunch with, take trips with, etc. And we had a really good time. I had a really good time. And I don't know if I want to go through that here or not because I'm going to be leaving and it always works out such that whenever you find your people, <laughs> you end up leaving. That's part of the, I guess, sacrifice of being a military spouse. It's difficult. Now that I'm down here, I have to find, you know, a hairstylist again. I have to find an eyebrow lady. I have to find a nail lady. I have to find a masseuse again. I have to find my shops where I want to shop at, you know, my restaurants and you know, make this place my home all over again. And I just don't know if I really want to do that. It's part of the social aspects. It can be daunting. It can be lonely, depending on how you take it. It can be fun. Luckily, we are kind of in a touristy area, so it's not too difficult to find things to do. I'm kind of a loner anyway. I do like to be by myself a lot, so I may just visit new restaurants alone take myself out on a date you know just be my own best friend I like that I'm okay with that but I do enjoy social interactions and so maybe when that time was around I'll just drive up to North Carolina and be with my friends and family then who knows now for work I do have a career um, and that's kind of difficult as well, as you can imagine. A lot of military spouses end up just not working. Not by choice, really, but by 
happenstance. A lot of them get really discouraged and trying to find a career that's portable. A career that you can do anywhere, a career that you know you can find work anywhere. Being a military spouse means you have to sacrifice a lot of what you want to do if you want to really be a true military spouse. Now, I'm lucky in that my spouse values my own career, my own, you know, professional growth as much as his own, and he'll do whatever he can to support me in that way. Some spouses aren't so lucky, unfortunately. And I'm also lucky in that, you know, my career is fairly portable. Um, And so wherever I go, I can find work. I'm also a hustler in some ways. I don't get out there and work with my hands. I'm not very, you know, handy. (laughs) I like to think I am, but I'm really not. (laughs) I'm not about to go out there and cut nobody's grass. I'm not about to get in nobody's car and work on nothing. I'm just not. That's not me. However, I will go out there and volunteer if I have to. I will go out there and ask questions, you know, pound the ground, as they say, to find a way to have my own career and to really get it reestablished in wherever I am. And so um, in that way, I am kind of lucky and and I am kind of privileged. And I do plan on, you know, working as much as I can until I can, you know, go back to school, whatever that ends up looking like. I do want to get another degree, and it's a little bit difficult to plan that because this last degree has to be in person, and it has to, and I have to be in one area for about four or five years. I'm not sure how that looks yet, but I have to get that degree. So, don't know what that's going to look like yet, and I'll try to update you whenever I find, figure that out. Um, but that kind of concludes our discussion of the social aspects of PCSing.